Welcome to the Making Footprints, Not Blueprints podcast. My name is Andrew James Brown and I'm the minister of the Unitarian Church in Cambridge, UK. Knowing that full scope always eludes our grasp, that there is no finality of vision, that we have perceived nothing completely and that, therefore, tomorrow a new walk is a new walk, I hope that, on occasions, you'll find here a helpful liberal, religious and philosophical reflection that encourages you to journey through life, making footprints rather than blueprints. Welcome. Faith in ourselves, our neighbours and ourselves as neighbours. A short thought for the day offered to the Cambridge Unitarian Church as part of the Sunday service of Mindful Meditation. Last week, I introduced you to The Creed of Life, written by Imaoka Shinichiro, the Japanese advocate of free religion, or, if you prefer, a creative free spirituality. I suggested that the congregation in Cambridge, where I am the minister, should seriously consider informally adopting it as its own highly diverse community's centre of gravity, to help it continue its journey towards the creation of a meaningful, contemporary, creative, free spirituality. As part of this consideration, over the next few weeks, I'll briefly walk through each of his eight statements. But today, before I continue, Joy Magazis has written a poem in response to Imoka Sensei's Creed of Life, and I thought you might like to hear it. Faith in true inner goodness, many names for this energy. Buddha nature, God within, true self, higher being. Often it's clouded over, seemingly sunless on hazy day, yet getting beyond clouds, warm, loving light shines. So many layers of fear, sadness, greed, hatred, breeding anger, ill will, me first to survive. Survival of true nature is beyond birth and death, as wave returns to ocean, beyond ego-grasping illusion. Illusion that each separate, when so interconnected, needing earth, sun, each other, just to be alive. Alive in this instant, late summer bounty, courgettes, cucumbers to share, most importantly, loving kindness. Kindness, greatest wisdom, but capitalism suppresses Loving community can build, radiate, if we practice mindfully together. Together, such power of concentration, insight for creative, free spirituality, true goodness for all. So thank you, Joy. And I'll return to some of Joy's words at the end of this piece. So it's important to begin my words this morning by reminding you that none of Imaoka Sensei's eight statements stand alone. All are intimately related to each other. And you can read all eight by clicking on the link found in the episode notes below. However, one has to start somewhere. So I'll take them in the order which he offered them to us and point either backwards or forwards to the others as I go along. I'll begin this week by taking the first two statements together. So one, I have faith, Shinzuru. I have faith in myself. 
I recognize my own subjectivity and creativity and feel the worth of living in life. In the Japanese, that's ikigai. It's a single word which covers that、uh, sense of feeling the worth of living. Subjectivity and creativity can be rephrased as personality, divinity, and Buddha nature. Two, I have faith in my neighbor. The neighbor is oneself as a neighbor. If I believe in myself, I inevitably believe in my neighbor. It's vital to be absolutely clear from the outset that Ima Oka Sensei's understanding of self is not the kind encouraged by the rapacious, acquisitive, and selfish form of capitalism known as neoliberalism, in which our culture is still so deeply mired, and that has damaged our world so much in the post World War II period. Instead, drawing deeply on a basic insight he discovered both in Buddhist thought and in the thinking of the French philosopher Henri Bergson. He recognised that the self is not a discrete, permanent thing, but instead something that is always already part of an eternal, universal, free, creative, and unifying process, involving a relational trinity of self, neighbour, and cooperative society. And where the cooperative society does not simply stop at human community, but is something which, as statement four makes clear, further unites us with all things. In the universe, although Imaoka Sensei was born into a devout Jodo Shinshu Buddhist family, he became a Christian during his middle school years, and eventually spent the first three of his post-university years as a liberal Christian minister, before resigning and becoming an organizer for and then secretary of the Japanese Unitarian Association, before it ceased to exist in a formal institutional fashion in 1922. It was from then on that he began to articulate the creative, free spirituality we are now exploring together. One in which, for him, he conjoined both Buddhism, the Buddhism of his childhood, liberal Christianity, Unitarian Christianity, and Shintoism, along with more humanist philosophies connected, particularly with Confucianism. Anyway. This early connection with liberal, free, and unitarian Christianity meant that he held the human Jesus in very high regard, and his understanding of in what consists the self is clearly influenced by Jesus's teaching that one must love one's neighbor as oneself. But in Imaoka Sensei's thinking, as his second statement reveals, he draws something implicit in Jesus's teaching explicitly out into the open. When he states that self and neighbor are not to be understood as separate entities, but somehow as being the same thing, the neighbor is oneself. Every time I think this thought, a striking line written by the French poet Arthur Rimbaud comes back into my heart and mind: "Je est un autre, I is somebody else." But just because there is no such thing as a separate, independent, permanent self, this does not mean there is no such thing as a self. The very fact that we are sitting here, neighbourly, considering this matter together in community, whether in person or online or in print, clearly reveals that selves exist. And because we are the kind of entities we are, 
we have no choice but to start with ourselves and ourselves as neighbours. But, as Shakyamuni Buddha and Jesus realised, although we have no choice but to start with ourselves, the point is, of course, not to remain there, but to let the impermanent self reveal to us how its existence always already gracefully and beautifully relies upon all other things as they creatively interact together. Now, Imaoka Sensei's hope was that it was possible to create the kind of creative, free spiritual and educational community that could genuinely help people establish such an awakened self. As he explicitly says in a later essay, it is a self that is not concerned merely to satisfy earthly desires, nor one that is a slave to material things and the flesh, but rather a vigorous self or creativity. There's Bergson again. A vigorous self or creativity which is not isolated from society, but is constantly trying to progress and improve by striving for unity. It was this kind of vigorous and creative self in which he had such faith and which made him feel that life is worth living, that which gave him his ikigai. This making of a whole self, something I reference every week at the end of the Sunday morning service of mindful meditation, music and conversation, is, I think, clearly becoming one of the community's central aims as a group of people seeking to leave behind old and restrictive religious ways and to transform itself into a genuinely creative, free spiritual community. One of its primary day-to-day, week-by-week tasks is, therefore, to form and shape the selves of members and attenders as neighbours, because without such selves, the ideal cooperative society, which Emma sensei was happy also at times to call the Kingdom of God or the Pure Land of Buddha, simply cannot, for us, come to light and be seen all around. And although it's sometimes easy to slip into thinking meditation is merely a pointless exercise or a fashionable lifestyle choice that gets nothing important done, it's actually the primary way to bring into being the kind of selves in which Imoka Sensei, I, and I hope many of you, have complete faith and which makes us feel the profound worth of living in life, which gives us our ikigai. As Joyce said in her poem, if we practice mindfully together, then such a loving community can build, radiate. Together, as selves who are simultaneously others as neighbours, such power of concentration and insight, such a creative free spirituality, can truly help to bring to light true goodness for all. In the truth and goodness of all this, I assuredly have faith and helps me feel deep in my bones the worth of living in life. It is my ikigai. And I hope all this can be true for you too. And that brings us to the end of this edition of the Making Footprints Not Blueprints podcast. So, farewell for now, and remember, tomorrow a new walk is a new walk. See you on the path.